the government's given sticking to transport. The government's given councils the power to run public transport services uh, directly. It's one of a raft of policy changes announced today by Transport Minister Michael Wood. He reckons the new model is going to improve driver pay and conditions, easing the current staff shortage facing the sector. Mike Lee is a former chair of Auckland Council's Infrastructure Committee, and he's with me now. Hi, Mike. Hi there. How are you? Good, thank you. Good move, do you think? I actually do think it is a good move. I uh, like Michael Wood, and I've been looking for something to congratulate him on. This is about the first thing I can say I do support that he's come out with. It does make sense. Now, Mike, Mike, I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to stop you there. I want to hear what you've got to say, but I can't hear you. You you haven't got me on speaker by any chance, have you? How about this? Yeah, it's marginally better. We'll go with that. Okay, so you think this is the best thing that that, that Michael Wood said? It's a sensible idea. The, the wheel has gone round. I recall when Jenny Shipley changed the rules to forbid local government, especially the Auckland Regional Council, from owning public transport assets. So, yes, my only problem is, um, given the culture of managerialism in local government, um, the danger is that if they do... Um, operate a bus company, for instance, that it becomes top-heavy with management. That is something to be avoided. If if they avoid that, if they come up with a competitive uh, company and a lean management structure and repay the drivers what they deserve because they are the most undervalued people in our society, along with unworthy people, but they certainly they belong in that group, they need to get the, the the rewards to attract and retain those people in the industry, and it could be successful. Is this going to make it cheaper for us as ratepayers? Yes, I, it should do because at this stage we are paying about one point nine billion dollars. We have paid over the last ten years, according to a, a weekend Herald survey not so long ago. billion to 1, 2, 3, 4, uh, 5 bus companies, most of them overseas owned. So back in the old days when the ARC owned the biggest bus company in the country before before sale, um, it it turned a modest profit. Um, What was it, about 52 million, uh, sorry, 28.9 million over five years. But that's better than paying all that money to foreign-owned entities. But, Mike, how's it going to be cheaper? I mean, you want to pay the bus drivers more, so that's presumably going to actually push up the cost of the thing. Well, a private company, a foreign-owned company, is going to maximise the return to the shareholders. That means paying as least as possible to the workers, to the bus drivers, on whom the whole operation, you know, runs. Yeah. Um, they're, they're making huge amounts of money from the ratepayers of Auckland. No questions asked. And so I, I, I'm pleasantly surprised that the government has... This has dawned on the government um, because it will make... Yeah, no, 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 but Mike, I don't mind. I mean, I don't. I, I, I want to pay. The, I also want to pay the bus drivers more. Heck, I want them to have a lovely life. But you know, I don't want. I don't want public transport to get out of hand. And the problem is, the minute you give it to the public sector, you know, public sector doesn't know how to run anything more efficiently than the private sector. Well, I think this is going to get well, super expensive. They, well, they certainly used to, and that need, and and they certainly can again. The, the point is, $1.9 billion of Auckland ratepayers' money is going to mainly foreign-owned bus companies. That is completely absurd. Okay. 
So we, I mean, frankly, I don't know if it's, I don't know, is it, is it better off that less of our money goes overseas than more of our money just goes into, you know, grey suit wearing clipboard warriors? Now, I'm talking about a competitive bus company, and that is what I believe is what the government is enabling. If we okay. can do that, and, and I say if, then it could be very, a very good move for the way, people of Auckland. Have you put your name in for council? Yes. Which mayor, which mayoral candidate do you support? <laughs> I'm still making up my mind. I'm, I'm looking... You Better know, not say Efeso Collins, so, Mike. All, all I've seen... Well, I know Efeso. He's a, good, he's a nice guy, but unfortunately he seemed to have been captured by the uh, Labour and Council establishment, which he, 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 he would be wise to avoid that appearance, mm-hmm. in my view. He was, he was a bit of a maverick. But not anymore. But anyway, we will see. But what I'm concerned about is rather than addressing the financial crisis this council is in, um, there seems to be, you know, silly arguments about football stadiums on the waterfront and tunnels under under, under Albert Park. That's irrelevant to what the people of Auckland expect, I believe. What the people of Auckland expect probably is transport to be uncongested. Hey, Mike, thank you. Look forward to having more chats with you. Mike Lee, former chair of Auckland Council Infrastructure Committee.